0: Welcome ladies to another Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. I am so excited that you have joined me and my guest and of course I say that every time we intro the show because it is exciting to have you tuning in out of your busy day, taking time just to spend with us. And today we have a very special guest and so honored and blessed that she's taking time out to speak with us. I have Martha Munizzi on the line. Martha, would you say good morning to the ladies?
1: Good morning to everybody listening. I'm so glad that you're tuning in.
0: Hi Candy, how are you doing today? I am doing great today and I want to get into an awesome discussion with you and have you share your heart with the ladies but you know it's just really an honor and I've been telling my friends over the last few days since I met you and got to meet you face-to-face I was like, Martha is like your friend next door. Oh, my gosh, she's so down to earth. <laughs> she opened oh, her thank home you. And, and invited me over, and it's just been such a blessing and, and really, truly, um, just thank you. Thank you for being just who you are and what God has called you to do. We're going to jump into it, ladies. There's so much going on in ministry yes. and in your life. So, ladies, I want to thank you for tuning in. Let's open up in prayer, and then I'll turn it over so we can hear for Martha. But Father, I thank you. I thank you for this time. I thank you for every woman who's tuning in, God. I thank you that she is on purpose. This was not by coincidence. You are pressing play morning, noon, or night whenever they are listening to this word, God, this time of encouragement, that it is for them. You are for them, God. So I thank you that chains are broken, mindsets are shifted, and they are blessed. I I bless my time with Martha. I thank you, God, that you are just speaking through her And we thank you for being here. Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So a little backstory, Martha, so that you know, I know some of the ladies know, so they've heard this before, but we are on a 90-day girls' road trip. I don't know if you like road trips. (laughs) I love road trips. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Well, we are on a road trip in our minds. It is in our minds, but we are on this journey to shutting down fear and anxiety in our lives. And we've decided that we're taking this trip together. So you are getting in our oversized SUV today, Martha. And oh. we are all here, ready to receive. And we're on this road, and it's it's been amazing. Um, I love the, the visual. That's, what a great visual. Do you love the visual? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we are visualizing ourselves. We're, we know <laughs> that we're going to hit some unknown territory, some bumpy terrain. You know, be out in the desert land somewhere in in, in the middle of nowhere. But you know what? This is a journey. This life is yeah. a journey, and we're promised by the Word of God that we end as overcomers and victorious yeah. by the Word of our Amen. testimony and the blood of the land. Amen. So Amen. I want you to jump in here because a friend told me, hey, you know what? I, I think Martha's got a word for this season about fear because I've been seeing some things that she's posted. And so talk to us a little bit about you for some of the ladies that may not know you that well. A little bit about your journey and what God is speaking to you in this season.
1: I would love to. Again, thank you for having me. I'm just so honored to be on with you today and talking about this topic, because I feel like it's a topic that I've I've kind of uh, battled in my life, and I feel like I can speak to this place of fear and mentality of fear. Just to kind of give you a, at the beginning, I've, I grew up in a Christian home. My parents were pastors and, and you know, always very musical, grew up very musical home, very creative parents, and fun and, you know, just had a, a, a really almost perfect childhood except for one one issue that came up in my life. But overall, you know, I had a, a great ish, a great life and my parents after, unfortunately, you know, as much as I had great a great season, a very difficult season hit our family and my parents divorced after almost 30 years of marriage and it was devastating mm-hmm. to our family and um, it was not something that we ever expected. And and but God restored. That's what's incredible. Didn't restore them, mm. restore their lives even individually. And although that was a nightmare to walk through, um, I see God's restorative power. And if we'll just trust Him, and it's amazing how God put the pieces back together. Not the way we hoped or thought, but actually better than what we had even hoped or thought for Him to do. So that's kind of where my journey, even with dealing with fear, began. But but as I, you know, I married uh, my husband, and he kind of walked through that season with me of my parents, because I was a little bit older when they divorced, and walking through that as a, a young married uh, woman with parents who were really going through it, it was really hard, and you know, then fear about my own marriage, you know, can my marriage survive, right. and, you know, and all of these things that you just just never think you're going to have to deal with, but I, you know, I, I just music just became. My my lifeline. It became everything, and worship became my lifeline. And so my husband and I just volunteered in local in our local church for years, and then we were part of a of a, a a large church in Orlando for several years. And God just used us there and grew there, and we got close to Him there. We wrote songs, and and then God began to use those songs that we'd been writing, and people were singing them all over the country that we didn't even realize mm. that was happening. And so our our pastor came to us one day and said, you know, I just feel like there's a better season for you, and there's something more that God wants for you. You need to you need to really pray about what that looks like. And so we felt it too, and we began to pray. And He released us, and we moved into a place of total faith. I mean, it was uh, uh, the unknown. I mean, we had we'd had our always had our church family, we always had consistency, and then all of a sudden we're out by ourselves. We don't. You know, nobody's calling us to come. And, you know, we had a dream. One of the things we dreamed about Mm -hmm. was traveling and
0: singing and ministering
1: in churches. But how do you do that? We don't know anybody. You know, who's going to have us? They don't know who we are. So that's another area that fear kind of crept in to my heart and to my life. But what I've learned in all those seasons where where a very difficult or even tragic situation presented itself, I realized I had a choice. And we all have a choice. We either... Mm -hmm. And we've heard the cliche: you get bitter or you get better. You know, you either dig deeper or you lay down and die. You know, and I've, right, I, I right. just decided I, I can't lay down and die. I've gotta, I've gotta dig deeper. And and every time I've I've dug deeper and used that fear or used that really difficult circumstance to fuel what God was speaking to me, and out of those ashes, something was always, you know, something grew, something was reborn, something greater came up out of those very, very difficult seasons, and mm. um, and I'm just amazed. I've watched God just do incredible things to where, when you know, when tragedy strikes, now I look at it from a perspective of, wow, God's going to use this in a way that He is. He's not going to use anything else. I mean, He uses yeah. our suffering. He uses our tragedy to birth great things out of us. I know it sounds almost a little twisted, but <laughs> it's the way God, mm-hmm. He's, he's he loves us so much that he, he knows we can handle it. He knows that, that we can take it. He knows that he's going to bring something beautiful out of it. And so he's not afraid to let us walk through it because we, we're stronger mm-hmm. than we realize. And that's what I realized, that I'm, God loves me and he wants to use me and he wants to be my voice and every song I've ever written to be um, a healing balm for people. And so how can I heal someone if I've never been broken? If I've, oh, if, how good. can I really speak to a place... Uh, from a, a, authenticity, if I've never been to the pit, how can I talk about it to somebody who's in it? How, how how can I do it? I can't. So I look at all of those battle wounds as beautiful scars that validate what I've been through. That validate ministry. Everything you go through, I know, Candy, what you've been through, it's a validation. You know, if you if you lose a loved one, it's the it's the validation of your ministry. It, it might sound hard to hear that, but and now you've got you've got a place to speak from from uh, total truth, and and you've been experienced. Like I know God's able because I went through this too, and look what God brought me from. So fear is just that feeling of it's anticipating the wrong thing. We need to have okay. anticipation and trusting that God is going to bring something beautiful out of the mess, and and He's done that in my life, and and through you know people have heard a lot of the songs that I've written. And they all—the ones you've heard—all of them came out of the pit of despair. They, they were written at a time of fear. They were written at a time of unknown, of not knowing what God was going to do next. I wrote a song called "I Know the Plans I Have for You" based on the scripture Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven, and mm. it came out of a moment where I'm sitting in this little room, and we had just left the church, and we were hoping that we were going to have a career in ministry. No, didn't know if we needed to go get jobs. You know, we, we didn't know. We we didn't know. I mean, the doors, we didn't even know where the doors were. It wasn't the doors were shut. We couldn't find the doors, you know, <laughs> so,
0: oh. and
1: for, for ministry. And I remember sitting in his chair and I just felt so lost and so afraid. And I said, God, I need to know that you haven't forgotten me. I need to know that you did not bring me out here to leave me. I, I need to know that what I just left was not the greatest thing that's, that's ever happened to me, that there's greater yet to come. I need to know that. Because right yes. now, I don't know. And I just started sobbing, and I opened up the Bible. You know, they say don't just open up the Bible and just flop it open, but be intentional. Well, I did it. I just flopped it open, and it p- just flew open to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and I And yeah. I knew God was speaking to me, that, that I know the plans I have for you. And I've always just been a believer that even if I'm confronting some kind of fear or unknown or worry of the future, I always... Go back to what the Scripture says, because it doesn't matter how I feel. Feelings and emotions can, can really wreck with your mind. It can wreck with your heart. It can wreck with your future. It can delay what God is trying to do. And I've just determined that I'm not going to even align my life with my experiences.
0: Mm, I align my good. life
1: with God's Word. My, my, my opinions and my belief systems don't change because of what I've experienced. My belief systems are founded on God's Word. And if so, maybe you've experienced some bad things that makes you question God's Word. No, our, my experience have, have, will eventually line up with what God's Word says. The story's not over. Yes, You might be dealing with a difficult situation now, but you're still breathing. There's still chapters to be written. The story has not been told. The redemption is coming. You know, that. that's just what I believe in my heart. So, you know, I, I've just seen God with the, with the albums that we've been able to write and record and and they've been out in the ministry that God has has brought us to, churches that have invited us to come, and and the songs, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, what's it like to to have songs like Glorious and Because of Who You Are and Hmm. Say the Name and all these songs to be songs that people are still, I mean, they just shaped music and shaped worship. Well, for me, I think, well, you don't know where I was when those songs were written. You don't understand the place I was in my life. You know, there's a story behind every single song. And, man, to me, that's what's so incredible is how God will use those difficult—I've seen him do it too many times to even doubt it. He will use it to burst something for his purpose if we'll let him, if we'll let him. Oh, that's so good. That's how my songs have been written. That's how all those little babies have been born, through a process, through struggle— through difficulty, they didn't all just pop out, <laughs> you know. You know <laughs> right. I, they just like a it's like a pregnancy. You know, sometimes you have to bear down. Some pregnancies are hard. You know, some you have to push. Some you're sick all the way through. You know, but there's a baby coming, and that's what I've experienced in my life. That no matter what the pregnancy's like, I know that there's a blessing, and I can deal with the pregnancy. I can deal with the difficult season. Because I know that God's getting ready to bless me with something great, and I, and, the, and the indication of that is the difficult season.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So, so oh my going, gosh, I'm going through something really hard. It's like, okay, here's a signal, here's a here's a clue. Something great is getting ready to happen, and I've seen that so many times that there's just no other way to see it. There's just no other way for me to see it. So, I I get excited about the difficult seasons in my life cause I not not while I'm going through it. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not, you know. Waving banners and In that- cheerleading all the time. <laughs> right. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel the pain of it. I feel the weight of it. I feel the frustration. But yet, I, I learned to say, wait a minute, okay, I finally, you know, put my big girl pants on, and I say, wait a minute. Let me remind myself, like David said, let me recount and tell aloud all the things, God, you have done. And when I do, mm. all of a sudden I
0: remember, whoa,
1: okay, something good's getting ready to happen. Something good because this roller coaster just took a big dive, so we get getting ready to go back up. We're getting ready to go back up. And that's just the way life is. That's the way God works. That's just mm. my my life.
0: And, and what I believe in I my think, heart is that God is, is able. I think some way, someone needed to hear that, that there is this valley. But there's something coming on the horizon. Oh, my gosh, I'm taking notes, and I'm like, wait, that's good, that's good, that's good. good. I'm writing all these down. I wrote birthing, pain to purpose, and Jeremiah 2911, and you won't believe this, Martha. This morning, uh, we have a women's prayer call, conference call, every Wednesday morning. I've been doing it for nine years. Same women, but it's grown. There's women that dial in from out of state. It's it's awesome. And the verse that we touched on this morning was Jeremiah 2911. Wow. So as I was, yeah, this is really good. As I was sharing on it, um, I back up just a few verses to 29.4. And I'm like, you know, God, I never go back. I, I mean, I try to go back in context, right? But I never really went back to look at this the way I did today. And it was that God was speaking to the children of Israel that he exiled from Israel to Babylon. Now they were in the place, they were displaced. I'm sure they were having a hard times. I'm sure they were going through a really difficult season. And what he said in, in verses 4 up through 11 was, be there in the city of Babylon, call to me to ask to prosper you, plant there, grow there, don't decrease. And I'm reading mm. this like, I never saw that. And then it leads up to, because I know the plans I have for you. Mm. Oh. I was blown away. I'm going to go meditate on that tonight because I just thank the Holy Spirit for bringing that up. But, you know, I think the ladies listening to you, they can completely identify. And if I had to ask one question before we kind of wrap up and talk about your ministry today, what can they do in the storm today? What are some of the practical things you do to walk in faith versus fear?
1: You know, honestly, it's just a discipline of spending time with God, of worship, of Declaring God's word, using God's word as my weapon—that that's just the reality of it. I mean, it's not. There's sometimes we just want to feel better because we just just wish we felt better, but you have to take the spiritual medicine. You have to you have to do the things that I know. I mean, I've been through even in the last I don't know seven or eight years, I went through a, just like a mild depression, and on vacation I was I was depressed like, okay, this is not right. <laughs> and I mm, even thought mm. maybe I need to take something. Maybe there's something wrong with me. You know, I exercised, I did all these things. And and I just began to say, Lord, I need you to help me. And I just began to dig in more than I ever had before. It took me a while to really really understand where it was coming from because I thought it was hormonal. And I'm sure it was all a lot of different things, but I realized there's a spiritual attack. And it was right mm. as I was coming out of that. And i used the, the word of God. Um, one of the things that 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 scripture that kind of jumped out at me because I have a new record coming out um and it's called we say yes and this scripture that says every promise in him is yes with the stamp uh, stamped with the yes of heaven mm. and I I was I, when I saw that I I just I've been meditating on that 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 for maybe five years and it just became such truth to me and I thought okay how can I be depressed about anything when I know that everything I'm believing you for, God, you've already stamped with a yes. So if your word says that and you've already said that you you've given me that promise of yes, then my answer to you is yes. Yes, I'm gonna worship. Yes, I'm gonna get up out of this bed and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a prayer walk. Yes, I'm gonna be disciplined. And and spending time with you, God. You know, it it's it's a discipline. It's a maturity. I believe God's calling us to a place of maturity to where We, uh, well, if you don't play my favorite song, I'm going to, I'm not going to enjoy service or, you know, if the preacher is not preach what I need, we've got to get away from that and be willing to be self-feeders. You have to be a self-feeder. And in that next season, because we're asking God for big things, we're asking God to do great things, but there's requirements that come with those things that we're asking God to do. We have a big ask, but are we willing to do the things that God is requiring for us to, to sustain when that blessing, when that answer comes. And so all of it is God's always preparing me for the next battle. That's what I feel mm-hmm. like. God's always strengthening me through this battle for the next one. And, and that's oh, what God's awesome. doing. And, and God's Word will sustain you. God's Word will bring you through. And don't try to do it by yourself. Put on worship music. Get up in the morning and say, I'm going to – just like if you had a disease, if you had cancer – if you had anything, you would you would target that disease, and you would say, I'm not eating anything wrong. I'm not sitting in a, in a negative conversation. I'm going to take care of my body so that it can heal, so that it can get in a good place yes. of strength. We have to do our spirits that way. I'm turning off the news. I'm turning off Twitter. I'm turning off all this. Stuff. I'm going to put myself in a place to hear from God. Yes. And no matter how long it takes, and that's the hunger that that not only God is looking for, but that it takes to break out of fear, to break out of, of feeling overwhelmed. And and it really it's a discipline. It's we a lot of times we expect our kids as they grow, you know, when my kids were little, if my, you know, two year old little boy said, Mommy, please give me the sippy cup, I'm gonna reach up and get the sippy cup, fill it up and hand it to him. But if he's eighteen, mommy hand me a sippy cup, we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. We got a real issue. First of all, I'm a horrible parent, and he's messed up. You know, at some point when he gets around five or six, you know where the sippy cup is. Go get it. You know how to put that in there. I taught you. I taught you how to put that that juice in that cup. I taught you how to put the lid on it. I taught you. Let me me see if you can do what I taught you. Let me see what's in you. You know, at some point I don't have to. My two-year-old, I have to hold them back from running into traffic. But my 10-year-old, I don't. My 20-year-old, I don't. They understand because why? I've taught them. And God has taught us some things, but now he's stepping back and saying, okay, maybe this thing you're walking through, I believe it's a test, and all good teachers are quiet during tests, and we want uh. God to keep talking to us. And he's saying, wait a minute, I'm, let me see what's in you. Let, let, me, let me show you what's in you. I've already put it in you. You're stronger than you think you are. I've already given you my yes. Now you just trust me and you do what I've called you to do, read God's word, spend time with an intimacy with him. You know, no relationship is going to grow if we don't spend time together. Yeah. It's just not. If, we don't, if I don't spend time with my husband, then, then I'm, we're going to grow apart. I'm going to be afraid that he's going to leave me. I'm going to be afraid that he doesn't love me. And that's just because there's a separation. And that's why we feel the way we feel about God is, well, he doesn't love me. He's not for me. He's not, it's because there's a separation, but, but we're, he's, he's there as soon as we speak his name. He's right there, yes, Lord. and that separation is, 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 is not even there. So I, I just encourage people today, do everything you, you want to do to have a relationship with God. Spend time with his, in His Word and worship and dedicate. We're in a 21-day uh, prayer. It's uh, 21 days of prayer at our church, and every single day I feel closer to God, that I get up and I mm. pray and I spend time with Him. I feel that
0: connection with Him. So I encourage people to do that. It'll change your life. Oh, my goodness, Martha, I couldn't write fast enough. First of all, I, you know, <laughs> we've been talking about this now at two months. We've kind of down this series, and no one has really said that one thing, that, you know what, you're probably walking in fear and anxiety because you're not spending time with the Father. You're not spending time with him. And um, oh, I just had to write that down. So there are notes that I post on the podcast pages. And so I'm going to put some of these scriptures and some of these little nuggets that you've given us. Um, but that was a, a good transition to talking about your ministry today. You have a ministry. I should be saying, Pastor Martha. <laughs> so talk, what's going on today?
1: Well, through all that season of that depression that I walked through, I realized it was a spiritual storm, and God was birthing in us a church, and I didn't even realize it. And God began to speak to us through that. So we started, it'll be two years in September, that we started a church. We've got David and Nicole Binion coming September seventeenth awesome. to minister for us and celebrate our second our second anniversary. Uh, but we're real excited about what God's doing, and we're we're just called to be equippers and raise up uh, leaders and people who have a purpose. I believe everybody has a purpose, and our church is based on finding. You know, Epic is really experiencing uh, passionate, intimate connection and finding your purpose and and learning how God has wired you to so that you can serve. And you can make a difference in someone's life. And so that's what our church is all about. We love worship. Our kids lead our worship. And I preach every Sunday. My husband is more administrative, and but I preach every Sunday, a little bit different. But it's a whole new season for us, and it is, I believe, the greatest assignment of our life. And now I see the struggle, why it was so difficult, because of what God
0: was birthing in us. Oh, my goodness. Well, congratulations, first of all, on the ministry being two years old. Um, you know, I grew up on all of the worship music that, that got has pushed through you out to all of us, um, and it's just been such a blessing. I mean, hearing you today, and, and I know that that word is powerful on Sunday, but I know a lot of ladies probably don't get to hear this side of you, but where can they find the church? Uh, what is the church called again, and where can they find maybe information online?
1: Yes, our the name of our church is Epic Life Church. We are in Winter Park. We're right behind Full Sail University on Forsyth and University. Epic Life mm-hmm. Church. We have our um, a Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook. You find us on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Martin Minnisi or Epic Life Church. Um, there's so many ways to connect with us, and um, you know we just we just believe God's put us putting a community around us that we're building for people that are looking to find their purpose. They they want to serve. They want to they want to excel. They they see themselves as a leader, and uh, we want to help them become that. So it's really, it's been great. You know, we've got a new record coming out, too, and one of the new songs on the record, it's actually the single, it's called Fearless, and it is a oh. really strong <laughs> song, <laughs> and and it's really kind of leading out at this new season of my life, That that song is kind of leading the way, that this chorus says, we're fearless, nothing can defeat us, our God is with us, Victory is a shout away, and a shout could mean a loud noise. It could be praise. It, to me, a shout is a decision. A shout could be mm. something that you say, "That's it, I'm done. I'm moving on from here." You know, it's something that is a jolt to your system that you're you're moving from where you are into a place. And when, once you become fearless, there's no limits. Once you realize oh, you. for you that God has dealt with your enemies, that He is with you, that you have nothing to be afraid of, man, life is to be lived and that's what i want to help people understand even with this song that praises your weapon to break down you know i always say that worship is like a, a knife at the throat of satan he can't handle it mm, he, he can't mm, handle it and so awesome. man even you worship god it, it it'll turn everything around and god will burst thanks through you and this song fearless was really literally burst through my heart and through my spirit with a friend of mine adam Ranny. we wrote it together and I just believe it's going to catch like on like fire and minister to so
0: many people, that theme of let's just go for it. Let's do what God's called us to, to do and be fearless about it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. You, you just spoke my heart and so many hearts so, that are listening. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that when you become fearless, you really do. I think even uh, when we were talking the other night, um, I said, you know, this podcast and this broadcast ministry, wherever God is taking this, I literally feel like I have a second chance at life right now and nothing can stop me. And that's what you just said. When you're fearless, you feel unstoppable. You do. That's right. That's right. And I love it. I love it. Well, Martha, we, pray the blessing of the Lord on the ministry, on the, the new album, everything that you're doing. I thank you that everything she puts her hands to, God, prospers in the name of Jesus for your glory and for your kingdom, God. And um, Martha, I, I want you to stay on the line just a few seconds with me after we wrap, but would you please close us out in prayer and just pray how the Spirit leads you? Yes. Father,
1: I just thank you for this time that we've been able to to spend together. I pray for every person that's listening. I pray that they would have hearing ears, ears to hear what you are saying, God. I pray that their spirits would be open to hear what you are speaking into their hearts. Lord, I thank you that that there is a change coming in their in their lives. I thank you, Lord, that there's expectation that's that's coming alive again. Maybe somebody who has literally felt no expectation, no excitement for life. Maybe life has beat you up, but this is the time that God is saying, it's time to come out of that of that dead place, and God wants you to live. He wants you to, to come alive. He, he's got plans for you. Lord, I thank you today, God, that you have great plans, a great purpose for all of us who will hear, all of us who will believe, all of us who will surrender to you. God, we know that there's nothing in our lives that could steal or kill or destroy that we don't allow it to happen, Lord, because your word is stronger than anything the enemy can bring against us. So I thank you that you're bringing life and hope and you're breathing joy back into the hearts of the people who are listening right now who maybe are in a pit of despair. God, I pray, Lord, that they would come out of that and be healed and be whole and be ready to be fearless and do great things, do things that seem impossible, God. Your word says nothing is impossible to those who believe. And I thank you, Lord, that you're stirring up our belief system again to trust you and that that the bigger things that we're believing for, aren't even that big, God. The things that you want to do are so much greater than anything we could even dream on our own. And I thank you, Lord, that our hearts and our our desires are lined up with you, God. Great things are coming. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. I know all the ladies, even though we can't hear them, (laughs) are saying amen, and they're shouting where they are And ladies. We definitely want to thank you for taking time out of your day to spend with us. And I want to thank my guest, Martha Miniji. Thank you, Martha, for opening up your heart and this awesome word that God has given you in this season. Ladies, the information for the church and how to support the ministry and all of the things that, are, that God is doing will be posted on the podcast page. And one last thing, as a reminder, we are actually having a get-together, Martha, and this, this is really crazy. The name of our event, uh, we do a fellowship probably once a quarter as a prayer group. And we have an event on September 16th at 5 p.m. at Pastor Reva's Church, uh, Kingdom Life. And it's called Fearless. Oh, Oh, wow.
1: Okay.
0: Fearless and finally free is the name of our time of fellowship. But we're going to get together and praise each other. We're going to have some discussions and just a really warm time of fellowship in God's presence. So I would like to end the podcast with telling you ladies to come out to that. So thank you again for being our guest thank you this was i loved it i loved every minute of it and i hope everybody's encouraged. yes we certainly are and ladies thank you for tuning in make sure you follow make sure you comment and please share the podcast until next time i love you all have a blessed day bye-bye